Uncle Cracker X Pac. I don't ever want to be like that. God damn it. Did Xbox. Xbox. Yo, you dealing with the X Factor. Hey. I got everything What? 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 So, what's the one self this on? That's just DX. Shit's crazy, bro. Uh, all right, let's do this show. Okay. Poison Rana. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Brayden Harrington here with Jordan Goodman for a little ditty. Jordan, how are you doing? I got everything I ever wanted, and I'll never give I'll that never back. I'll never give that back. Well, I know you hate X Factor, but you ain't got to look at me like that. You ain't got to. What a banger. Just uh, what a classic. Uh, welcome to the show. That's how we started the show. Off the top, you may have uh, heard us riffing about one of the greatest theme songs in the history of professional wrestling um so uh how you doing jordan i'm good it's uh it's nighttime i don't think we've ever i don't think we've ever talked at night before every time i've ever interacted with you it's been there's been daylight uh i've seen you at night uh at a wrestling event the only time so you're like the opposite of a vampire. You you come out during the daytime. This is true. Uh, my throat hurts. I keep getting sick, man. I don't know. I'm in Florida. Uh, there's a beach wow. right outside my window. That's nice. Uh, your internet sucks, though. Like, oh, your your audio is not syncing with what I'm looking at. It might be fine in the recording. We're not recording the video. But do, do you have AT and T? Is that what you got? <laughs> Uh, we don't have AT&T in Canada. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you just froze hardcore. Hmm. So it's a, it's a good start to the show. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if what I'm hearing just happened now or like 10 seconds ago. <laughs> no, no, no. I just said it right now. We're back now. Apparently. Right. I, don't, I don't know. Are we back? We'll see. Well, your video is completely frozen on my end still. A few moments later. Okay, okay so we're back. What's happening? <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the detox. Uh, Patreon.com slash Poisonrana for five bucks a month. You can help Davey and I get better Wi-Fi. Please support your boys. Uh, how you doing, Jordan? Now I'm tethered to my phone. Is this we're the beginning okay. or are we stitching this together? Oh, no, this was several hours later after finally plugging my phone in. No, this was just a few seconds later. But uh, Overnight oats. Uh, pretty gross. They're everywhere now. 
like yeah. eight bucks for a cup of oatmeal and, that sat in a fridge and, and broth bone broth what's the whole what's the deal with bone broth why is cut. it everywhere what's everyone doing with the bone broth should i try it should i just drink bone broth yeah man cuts to the bone uh, uh, wow. you get the have you ever had chicken feet before just the collagen of the the little toes of the chicken yeah not for me hmm mm. yeah just a nice light light batter people fried. like it people like it but yeah i don't like the cartilage it's like when you eat wings and it's like that little bit there yeah yeah. but but with wings you don't get the toenail yeah i don't like the toenail you don't want to what suck kind of... on a chicken toenail no uh you tried to talk about how you like feet on the last time we did a show so are you trying to uh tell me something definitely not uh <laughs> especially considering the discourse of, of pro wrestling right now well, what did i talk about feet last time uh, i don't know you were uh saying you were into it if done well you liked feet so you're like hmm. tarantino I- I don't like shoes. Right. Like, I want my feet to breathe, but I'm not into feet. You don't like Mm -hmm. shoes? Like, what do you wear on your feet? Sandals, flip-flops. At all time? As often as I am able. The toes need to breathe. We talked. I guess we did talk about this. Yeah, exactly. Just recycling material. Glenn Zadra just messaged me on Facebook. Right. Yeah. Uh, He's uh, a listener of ours. And I went hard on him last month. Shout out to uh, our listeners because uh, I'm. We were texting earlier today, and we were like, "Hey, we should try to figure out when to do a do a detox." And you're like, "Hey, I'm going away on vacation, and I got plans and stuff, so it won't be till March." I'm like, "Oh, we didn't do one then. Oh, okay, we could wait." And then uh, I left my shoot job, and I went for a really long walk. It's beautiful out, like global warming. Holy shit! It's like summer. I swear. Really? And it's insane. I don't, it's people are on patios. The city is crazy jumping for a Thursday night right now. I just walked all the way uh, about an hour to two hours. And uh, then you message me and you're like, why don't we just do it tonight? I'm like, no, I don't yeah. message. I, I called you. You called me. Yes, you called me. Yes. Uh, so you're like, what are you saying? And I'm like, well, I'm home in like five to 10 minutes. So this is the most impromptu detox of of all time because we're literally just I came inside took a poop and uh clicked record and then my wi-fi died so here we are welcome you, where i'm at i i have a uh, a bidet to clean oh, my butthole man. oh so good we don't have one in the bde but uh i got one at the lady's apartment and yeah it's great nice nice yeah. she's not coming to philly is she no, no, no. I hope uh, I hope our Airbnb has a bidet. bidet. Oh, yeah. Dude, you guys, thanks for the invite to the Airbnb, but it's like 14 of you motherfuckers in one home. Well, yeah, he rented out an entire house, like multi-room, everything. A little bit of a courtyard with a fire pit. It's kind of insane. So That's uh, nice. How many bathrooms, though, for 14 people? I think five. Could be oh, that, okay, that's, I was thinking three? two. I think maybe three or four. I don't know. That's still kind of intense. See, I can't pee in front of other, like even if uh, I'll be barely there, right? Like it's literally just to sleep true. because I, we're doing so much. Uh, like I already have tickets to a bunch of shows for Mania weekend and, you know, hanging out with so, so many people, some of our listeners, some of our friends. I can't wait. That's the real like important part. We, we have such a strong community, whether it's posting 
Poison Rana, but like I can't wait to to hang out. And if you're going, please let us know at us. Let us know because uh, I got tickets to some shows, and I I know we'll be we'll be seeing you, Jordan, down there. It's gonna be a whole party. Like it's gonna be like one of the biggest get-togethers of of all time of post wrestling. So definitely looking uh, looking forward to this. It's gonna you be you gonna go to Ring of Honor. No, I don't think I will, actually. Uh, sorry. Do you think you will? Probably. That was okay. like, that's like my home promotion. Spiritually, right, at yeah. least. I, I don't know. I know they just announced it, but I don't think they gave out a specific time. So it's what, the Saturday? Yeah, I think 7 p.m. So it's going up against WrestleMania? No, it's no, no, no. I'm ah. sorry. It's Friday. It's Friday. It always, it's, it always uh, is the, oh, it's it's the, the night. It's always the night before WrestleMania. So oh, it's going up okay. against SmackDown. See, see, uh, some of the guys are going out just on South Street in Philly. They want to go out, and Davey wants to get some cheesesteaks and party and stuff. And I, I want to do that Friday night. But before that, my plan was to go to this tribute to the extreme ECW reunion show. That's at 7 p.m. as well, I think, Friday night. Yeah. So, if if I choose a show, it would either be Ring of Honor or that ECW Arena show, and I'm I'd probably I'd probably pick the ECW shows. I, I don't blame you. Neil and I yeah. talked about it. Uh, Neil and I have our own Airbnb. God bless that man. <laughs> we talked about it. I don't think he was particularly nostalgic for ECW, probably because he didn't grow up anywhere near it. But like I've worked ECW Arena. I've kind of seen most of those people. I've been a part of the ECW chants. So I think if I went, it would be fun. But after about 10 minutes of chanting ECW, I think I'd be like, uh, I kind of want to leave now. Yeah, I mean, that could also be how I feel at Ring of Honor, unless they stack it with some of the big names from the AW roster, which I'm sure they will. I imagine Mox might be wrestling a few matches and, so, wow, this might be the first time we're talking about wrestling technically uh, on this show. But like, I, it is interesting because it feels like it's the first Mania weekend where it's like back in really back in full full swing, and there's you know shows and everything going on. And uh, I'm I'm excited for like the the whole culture of, of pro wrestling. It's it's uh, you know you mentioned it's it's taken a hit, but in the best way possible, we we move forward. So you know support your your wrestlers and your 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 talent that you like support them support indie wrestlers support all the podcasts that you're listening to like this right so it it goes a long way and uh obviously there's a lot of bad shit going on right now in the in the world of wrestling news and with Vince and every day there's something new so uh support everything else that he had no no part of uh essentially with a lot of stuff that's going on so I'm looking forward to, it. but yeah, uh, depending on what the cards are, some of the some of the matches on some of the other shows are looking pretty good. Masato Tanaka versus Josh Alexander plus Speedball versus RVD for the Thursday night uh, WrestleCon show, the Hitchcock Memorial Show. I went to that in 2019, which was the last time I was at a WrestleMania weekend in New York. Uh, that was an amazing show. Actually, we we're just talking about X Pac before we start recording. X Pac was in a six man. That night, I think with like Liger and um, oh my god, I for, it was it was ran it was amazing. It, yeah. I don't know if that was the the match with Best Friends and Orange Cassidy versus those guys, but 
the the Hitchcock Memorial Show that was a lot of fun. So I, yeah, so, that, that's one I would I would trust as far as booking. So so far, like those two matches, I'm like, damn, that sounds good. But the problem is, a bunch of us got tickets to DDT, which is the same time that mm. night. So either they announced some stuff that we're like, okay, we have to go to this, or we go to DDT, which will be fun too. There's some names on there. Takeshita specifically is someone I want to see uh, again. And I had so much fun at the DDT WrestleMania weekend in 2019. So uh, I I had to go to go to that again. But yeah. I'm I'm thinking the ECW show could be a bit of a train wreck, but in maybe the best way possible. So I'm definitely leaning towards that. And I know there's a few of us in the group that we're going with uh, uh, are looking forward to it. I'm driving down. Me and my boys are driving. From Toronto. Yeah, eight, eight hours. Just shy of eight hours, I'd say. That's not terrible. Say. No, it's not that bad. We've done worse. Like my buddy, he's done Florida. We've done Nashville. We've done all sorts of stuff. That is our way. New York City, a bunch. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, they've announced Forbidden Door, kind of announced. It's kind of been leaked out that they're looking to do Forbidden Door at Arthur Ashe Stadium, which is pretty crazy. So I wonder if they'll get a big draw for that. But also, like, one of our buddies, Daniel, lives just around the corner. So I kind of want to go visit him and go to this show, possibly. So uh, that's also something possibly in my sight. So you should. Well, be, you you I, wouldn't stay with Fire Frank? Uh, he's a little further from. He's like Yonkers. That's like far away from downtown, mm. or even Queens, to for that matter. But uh, I think that's how New York maps work. But um, yeah, I'll stay with Frank's dad. Uh, Have you met him like, before? No, I want to. He's. I want to get him on this show. Actually, I have an idea. Hear me out. Hear me out, Jordan. For Father's Day this year, I I want to bring on Fire Frank's dad because uh, he's got stories about singing in New York, and I believe he also fought in Nam. Wow. So, so I'm like, all right, I want to I wanna pick your brain a little bit. Uh, and uh, he loves uh, he loves to smoke up, so uh, I think he could be an interesting conversation in the he, future. So. He was a character in Doug, yeah. Fire Frank's dad? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he involved? He's one of the like side characters in Doug? Yeah, I don't know... Uh, I don't think so. I think you got the wrong guy. No, I thought I thought maybe I'm confusing him with someone else when Frank was talking about him. Just yeah, when he came back from Vietnam and he kind of spent some time in, he spent some time in Bluffington and yeah, I don't know. That was the town in Doug. Yeah. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Wow. Uh yeah, I don't think that was the case, but uh yeah. Oh wait, uh, that Mr. Dink. Mr. Dink. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally different guy. Yeah, Mr. Dink and his hot wife. Right. Nice. Yeah. Um, so uh, what's uh, what's been going on with you uh, today? I, I just came from work. What have you been up to today? I worked with a couple of my therapy clients. It's one of the nice things about working with people online. I can go to Florida and still make my money. Yeah, uh, my throat's been hurting. I kind of just chilled. Uh, Lily made some spaghetti and meat sauce with uh, homemade garlic bread. For dinner, I've been watching a lot of live, just concerts on YouTube, which has been oh. nice. Okay, like what? Hit me with some good ones to watch. Oh, I've been watching, we watched the Dr. Dog set. We watched some, a uh, bunch of idols. They just put out a new album last week, watching some Turnstile. And, uh, you know, I really got into Paramore this past year. Paramore's fucking awesome now. Uh, they're, they're super huge, and they super were a big thing over here. But I never 
got too into them. The, the, Dude, the hits, I know, I know the hits and stuff. And same, and it was never really my thing. I understood the appeal, but but yeah, yeah. their last totally. album is great, and they just put out a Talking Heads cover uh, a oh, week nice. or two ago that sounds amazing. And one of my favorite musicians, uh, he was a touring guitarist for Vampire Weekend on their last album cycle. Just bought Vampire Weekend tickets, by the way, for September. Nice. But uh, this dude, uh, Brian, I think is his name. He was a touring guitarist, and I think he's played some bass for some recent Paramore records, but he's a touring guitarist for Paramore now, and he has a uh, clothing company. I, I buy many shirts from him. So nice. Whatever 69 in Roman numerals is, that's the name of the, the shirt company he has. But uh, I was watching Paramore from Bonnaroo, I think, last year, and they, uh, they're, they're a tight, tight band. I'll tell you, sometimes when me and Davey are, uh, you know, we come home from a late night or after recording shows, we kind of chill out, you know, burn one and just maybe we're not going out. We've been trying to be good before Mady and doing dry January, February. He's gone completely sober, but I drank on the Royal Rumble and Super Bowl and our Dungeons and Dragons night the other night. So I've broken it a few times. Davey has not had alcohol this whole year? No. Well, yeah, since uh, we went to a wedding on New Year's and we said after that we wouldn't drink for, uh, well, I said the whole month, but <laughs> excuse me, I've been going on like a few days where I've been cheating. But We're, uh, And I like hardly ever drink, but I'm drinking dry red wine right now. Nice. So wait, it's non-alcoholic wine? No, it is. I'm just saying I don't. Oh, so, oh I don't, dry red wine. Sorry. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. nice. Very nice. Look at you, all fancy. Drinking a what? A Cabernet? A uh, Sauvignon Blanc? I mean, no way. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's Trader Joe's. You got a Trader Joe's wine. Yo, actually, I got some Trader Joe's nuts. Uh, I, I realized Walmart uh, sells, in Canada, sells a bunch of Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's stuff. So I went. Uh-oh. But uh, I, did you swirl and smell your glass? Uh yeah, I actually I didn't did. No. Your video just had wine. Your video froze up again. I think the audio is stable though. I don't know why you'd be doing this. Can you hear me, Brayden? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I uh, I would recommend when me and Davey watch on YouTube, we watch like live YouTube concerts and stuff and like we've watched Pavarotti oh. you know Bocelli he we he got he got into Hans Zimmer a lot so I got him for Christmas the whole like Prague Blu-ray thing so we watched that a lot we used to a lot uh and then on YouTube man like YouTube is insane you can find incredible performances we put on you know Elvis live special the, the comeback special you know that shit's fire uh any anything live like especially when uh, artists back in the day would do like collaborations, but then like the rare occurrence that they would perform it live together. Like, um, yeah, I love, I love that shit. Like old fucking classic concerts and stuff. One of my like guilty pleasures, you need to look up, you know, uh, Julio Iglesias. So that's Enrique Iglesias's dad, right? Mm-hmm. Julio Iglesias was a huge singer back in the day. And, uh, he did a song with Willie Nelson. And it's called it's called to all the girls I've loved before. And oh, my God, I can't tell if it's completely terrible or one of the greatest songs I've ever heard in my entire life. So uh, definitely would recommend checking that out. 
but M- music's a beautiful thing, man. At midnight, the new MGMT album comes out, and I think oh, I may nice. have talked about this last time, but th- this is the album I've been most anticipating out of any piece of documented music in years. Like these singles, they just put out. There's four, four of the, uh, I guess the ten songs are already out with videos. Hmm. Amazing. They're all completely different songs. Videos are completely different visually. Beautiful. Beautiful songwriting, beautiful production. They seem happy and invested to be doing what they're doing. It's, I'm very excited for, I guess by the time we finish this conversation, I won't have to wait much longer. And I got new MGMT songs that once they're out, Braden, here's the cool thing about music. Once it's out, I'll have it for the rest of my life. That's right. You can always rely. It's Isn't it weird when you have like favorite songs or albums and you're like, wow, there was a time when I didn't have this. It's this, such a gift. Yeah. It's like, whoa, I didn't have this song for years. What was I doing without this? You know, how, you know, certain songs, you know, your go to songs You're like, wow, what the fuck was I listening to if I didn't have this before? You know, and uh, I don't, I, yeah. a lot, a lot of people my age that I talk to, like, Big music fans, people I grew up with because we would go to concerts together or they would play music. And a lot of people I talk to, they'll say to me, yeah, I don't really check out new stuff these days. Hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I understand that there's plenty of stuff you're familiar with that you love, but there's so much new stuff coming out all the time. And it's hard for me to just identify with that lack of interest of just following music as it's released it's it's hard because if you want to go see artists that maybe you're you've never seen before and they're not like playing at like the crazy you know arenas or stadiums it's still very expensive right like as it kind of more than ever right so certain people might not want to necessarily pay to take that chance until you you know you're like a big fan of someone or some people are like oh i've already seen them i don't need to see them again where no no no. i'm not talking about concerts these are people that already pay for spotify or apple music i'm just talking about right they don't care oh, to so listen, like, li- oh, listen to oh, new okay. music i don't understand oh no look i i love being nostalgic and going through different eras days i wake up and go oh i feel like listening to this song from you know 1960 something and then like i'm so all over the place i'm in i'm insane when it comes to my algorithm on streaming services for music but like i always at one point at some point want to see like hey what's going on in like you know i I produce beats and stuff i'm like oh i want to see what like what's going on in the new hip-hop what's what's popping right now add the rap, rap caviar or i check out you know wake me up, get some dance stuff going while I, you know, take a shower or something like go on walks or, or, or stuff like that. But I, I also like podcasts as well, but like, you know, music. Yeah. Like I, I, I always love listening and finding new things because some of the best stuff was when I had a day off when I would be like 18, 16, be like, Oh, I have a day after school, go to the record store, CD store and like get, listen, find new music. You know, like how crazy was that? Or watch it much music because, you know, I'm from Toronto, baby. And be like, whoa, this music video was crazy. Who is this? And then may or may not have went to LimeWire and download the single. But I'd still probably, you know, go to the concert or buy the CDs. But it's a totally different, different game now. What about AI music, Jordan? Because I found a video. It came out. Definitely recommend this as well. Linkin Park covering Goche 
somebody that I used to know. So someone used an AI on YouTube and ran this through. And then also the music video is insane. Super trippy if you're uh, smoking one. They used AI to then use like to make it look like an actual music. It's it's so trippy. And for anyone who's a Linkin Park fan, the fact that they got AI to use this to make it sound like this whole it actually sounds like Linkin Park covered this song. It's so scary because like for anyone who's a fan of Linkin Park, like the way the voices sound, the little things, the little guitar riffs, Mike Shinoda's like rap ad libs. It's 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 terrifying mm. of like this is like a parallel universe where Linkin Park made this song. And I'd love I feel, to hear that. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend it because it's it's just so crazy. So like, yeah, Uh there's so many different covers like you can listen to johnny cash cover barbie girl you know it's insane of where it's going and now with like the ai video stuff like who knows how fast this shit could evolve rapidly before they kind of have to police it in some way because certain artists are signing off for ai if you use my thing cool but i get a cut of it or or whatever but it's it's freaky man it's getting scary uh Yes, the mind could easily wander into the ways in which this would be abused uh, for not good intentions. But, however, uh, Way did send me a few videos with uh, Jim Ross as the vocalist <laughs> of like a Limp Bizkit song and Cody Rhodes' theme song. Have you heard these? Whoa, my God. Yeah, I have. There's it's, also the the goofy and Mickey Mouse cutting promos on each other. See, I, I enjoy I enjoy all of these. There's it could be used in the wrong hands too, right? Because like people are using it for like you know politics and weird. Obviously, gonna go to like porn and all that shit as well. Like it's all it's got to be eventually policed in some way because it's just gonna get out of control. But as so far, like going on a YouTube rabbit hole of looking at what people have used AI to do for music is crazy. And like, if I was a DJ, I'd slide in like certain AI tracks just to like mess with the crowd a little bit, you know, cause that would be, I don't know. That's going to be the world we live in where you can be a DJ or an artist and all you do is use AI. Yeah. Like, look, it's if, if other people enjoy it, who am I to say, but I guess it's weird. I actually, one of the, YouTube rabbit holes I was going down uh, before we started this conversation was uh, like mid 2000s to early teens, the few bands I was in and the different bands that we would play with, just seeing what came up live on YouTube and just watching some of that stuff. And uh, one of my best friends, Stanley, he sick guitar player. Part of that, he was in one of my bands where he did electronics and just a wonderful musician. And then he got into the DJing thing when EDM was becoming super mainstream. And he played the biggest shows of his life. You know, we, we were touring in vans and spending money on gas and like van insurance and like all this shit, like traveling from like city to city with all this gear and like had to have a trailer to, to bring everything, you know, to play to hundreds of people if we were having like a, a better night, this dude was, played the thousands of people and his equipment is a USB drive. So people were shunning DJs of like, Oh, it's not music. It's not coming from the heart because you know, it's all techno, you know, technical and technology and all this stuff. And 
fast forward, like that's what people are saying about this AI stuff. So maybe in five to 10 years, because there's already like uh, K-pop bands that are all artificial. Like the music videos are animated characters, kind of like the gorillas, but the actual voices and the instruments and everything are all created artificially. So it's like, how do you tour with that? You just have people learn the songs and wear masks or something like it's it's crazy what what will happen with but you know i'm it's i'm not going to shit on the artist because ultimately it's up to the consumer if people like it then they like it that's really all that matters at the end of the day yeah it's true absolutely we could we could blame people for having poor taste but even just you know the bands that i was in uh maybe people like me could argue well we we spent all this time learning a craft and being able to play our own instruments and then write our own yeah. songs with each other. But like you compare to the music that like I was making to stuff, let's say decades prior where it was way more technically advanced, we could say people would be shitting on what we were doing. And then prior to rock and roll, like more classical music or jazz before, like, I guess what I'm saying is that every time there's an, an evolution in an art form, the yeah. people before are going to shit on what's new oftentimes Always. and be like, this is a watered down, a trashed version. Um, a this is down the version. devil's music. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like, like jazz was considered dangerous and, and revolutionary in counterculture. The Beatles were considered dangerous and is revolutionary. Jazz- Wait, is jazz dangerous because you can't like dance to it? Cause it's always like offbeat. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like hitting each other on the dance floor. Cause it's like, wait, it's off. It's off a few. Wait, is that the right notes? Oh fuck. Is that what you mean? Or it's cause like the bars and, and good old fashioned racism from back in the day. Bingo. Like to. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like everyone, every generation always looks down on like the, the later generation, right? Like, you know, like it, it's interesting, like even hip hop heads today, anyone over like the age of like 30 doesn't really mess with a lot of like the younger kids and stuff that's going on in that scene. And DJing and, and like music and, and EDM is still like a still strong culture going. And like young DJs are like what's super popular right now. And like, like you said, selling out like crazy venues and some of the older guys who like were doing it older meaning like from like 10 years ago like a dead mouse or like i don't know tiesto they still sell out like crazy huge places too but it's it's like it's it's a whole you always you always be like ah music just isn't what it used to be right but but that's no different than older wrestlers saying that the the kids these days like exactly don't don't uh use psychology and they don't sell exactly so it's it's just like that in any kind of thing right so but yeah i'm i'm interested i i I do go on these rabbit holes of these ai things we we've played with way actually like last summer we we were he would play something we had to guess who it was covering who or whatever because there's so many different ai things but that was a year ago and like now within a year it's like all these other advancements but definitely check that lincoln park one out because it's it's in insane of of how, how crazy it is um what what else is uh going on do you have tickets for any for anything else because uh i i am spending all my money on wrestling in a few weeks so (laughs) i got vampire weekend i'm very excited for that big fan of that band um you know what i would like to be more excited 
for like there's a bunch of shows I'm going to um that I'm aware of over the next six months, but a lot of them out like are more novelty. It's just because I can get in and all right, I've never seen Hootie and the Blowfish. Sure. I've never seen New Kids on the Block. Oh, Paul Abdul. I'm excited to see Paul Abdul. Nice. But again, these are shows I would never pay for. And like I just want to be excited to be like, yeah, I'd love to spend my money like Vampire Weekend to go see them play. Like I've been dying to see the strokes for it's been well over 10 years since I've seen the strokes. I would love to see them again. We might go to see Limp Biscuit. They're playing like two days before my birthday. You should go. And and it's Limp Biscuit, Riff Raff, Bones, yes. and like all these. It's called like the Loser Tour or something. Oh my God. It's gonna no. be ridiculous. I went, I saw them in 2021 2021 i believe you know you know who else is touring and 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 a a friend of ours a friend of a friend of ours bought like i could be wrong but like a hundred tickets to creed wow wait wait (laughs) what who wait that's (laughs) you didn't hear it from me but someone i know is like hey a buddy of mine bought an crazy excessive amount of tickets to creed so like if you want to go, he'll give you a flat rate and a cheap ticket because he bought like a giant. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the details. I'm just like, hey, maybe we should go to this. They're coming to Baltimore. I that, that's one show. It's hard for me to justify spending money on that. I, I would if there was almost any other opener aside from Three Doors Down. Like fuck that band. But if they had some band where I would have had some level of interest as a support yeah. act, I think that may have pushed me over the edge to spend the I money. Don't, Oh, I don't know if ours is three doors down. I think ours is uh, Daltrey. The guys who do is it? I think it's the guy who does the the band Finger Eleven. They do Kane's old beam. Oh, that's I don't know if that's worse than three doors down, but I don't think that's anything. Yeah, it's not necessarily like a, a big draw, but I st- we still might go to Creed. But I, I'd rather go see Limp Biscuit over. Oh, over Creed. Every, yeah, every day. Limp Biscuit are actually fun. Uh, I so I I saw Creed a few times. Um, one of the times was 1999 or 2000, and the bill I swear to you was Creed, Three Doors Down, and Finger Eleven. Right. Huh. That's yeah. so you saw all of them. You you you've seen them all. Yeah. You just need to see. You've seen Seether. I'm trying to think of all the wrestling bands. Mm, no, I don't <laughs> think I have seen Seether. You could be the. You could be the the like the Thanos gauntlet of collecting all the like wrestling bands from back in the day. So like Limp Bizkit, Creed. I've seen, I've seen Taproot. What? Okay, like that. Yo, yo, yo! I used to love them. I learned them about them from probably a 2005 pay per view. If I'm not wrong, right? They're pro- they probably did a song for a pay per view in 2005 to 2006. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, probably LimeWire or Kazaa this song. Look them up right. and downloaded like their whole album. Went to a record store, found the album. It was like five bucks or ten bucks. So I bought it. Gave it to my buddy. He ripped it to his computer and he was like, yo, this band is sick. How did you find them? And I'm like, wrestling. So I, I haven't heard that name. I, are they even still a band? How did you see them? Where was this? Uh, this would have been probably at their peak. Maybe I was in high school. So probably 2003. Uh, they is it that far back. I was going to say, is that when they were like around? Yeah, I, yeah. I, th- I I'm pretty sure they're the band. Like when they were touring in like, 2020 2021 like i don't think the vocalist is like well from a mental health perspective and like very uh 
like MAGA ideology and oh, was just constantly okay. starting shit with like fans and, and oh, press ooh. and stuff like that. Um, uh, well, I, I, I mean, saliva would be, on I did see, so too. I saw saliva probably in 2001, 2002. Sali- I feel like saliva came to Detroit or somewhere. I don't know if they played Toronto necessarily, but I was like, ah, I kind of wanted to to see them just for like again like they'd play always and I'd be like yes they probably jo- don't play the teacher Josie band. Scott's oh. Josie Scott's not the uh, vocalist anymore. Oh what? Yeah, he's been what out of the band mean? for probably ten years. Ah, oh, damn. Well, so I sorry. see Limp Biscuit. Uh, I don't. What other What other ones would there be? ACDC technically would be a part of that. They're playing some so, shows in Europe. I've, I've never seen, seen them. Uh, I'm jealous of Davey because he was at the WrestleMania where uh, Flo Rida, Lunch Money. Dude. Oh, I was there with uh, uh, and uh, in Miami. Pitbull. And yeah, they did Greenlight Live. I'm so jealous. I was there too. Wow. Iconic. You talk about watching live classy musical performances. I mean, say say less. I think that, that also that. had, um, was it Diddy and Machine Gun Kelly? Oh really? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. And then uh, Brodus, not, not as good. Brodus Clay and like all his mamas were performing on stage. <laughs> all his mamas. <laughs> there were a bunch of mamas, booty shaking. Well, I'd say you're 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 closest to collecting all the the different wrestling bands live. If you've, seen I'm like sure I've Pat seen many Parker. of them. Yeah, like Drowning Pool. Drowning Pool. That's that's right. Yeah, that yeah. would be on it. You're collecting. Uh, you're collecting them. You you probably have a lot of people beat because some of these people aren't the same bands or tour anymore or, or even exist. The, between and, between the years of like 1999 and let's say 2006, I saw most of those bands. I mean, music and wrestling has changed so much too, right? So they don't necessarily use rock as much, but they still sprinkle it in. They use like War Pigs and stuff, but like they use like more current stuff yeah nx nxt more leans into the metal core yeah 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 they let sean uh the triple h still picks the music i guess because it's always like a bit like they use turnstiles and stuff like yeah but i i look i love the weekend i'm from toronto the weekend fucking like runs this place but uh they've used them like five years in a row now for wrestlemanias it's it's fucking wild. It's weird. And and like the, the one lyric that they keep playing, something about in, in the sheets. Like just I yeah. don't associate music, that with yeah with the wrestling. Look, I, I love wrestling and I love the weekend, but the weekend's music is always like about like, yeah, like fucking <laughs> doing drugs and fucking. It's, it's literally weird. what he's listened to House of Balloons, one of the best fucking albums of all time. But like, do I associate that with pro wrestling? No, not really. Like They've used some of the the more like upbeat, poppier songs, I guess. So, I mean, when we went to see him at Wembley, he did all these songs. They're all like popular songs. So, uh, he's every he's WrestleMania a, theme song. Yeah! Wow! What a what a what a what a way to find about music. Because wrestling was a great way for me to find music. Like it was something I I was like, oh, I gotta find look into this band, and then I. You know, like you said, find other stuff. The days before YouTube, too, probably. But look at all the Great. people that um, discovered a band like Goldfinger from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh, yeah, exactly. I learned so much about music from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I, I think I've told the story, but I, I've got to, I told Tony 
Hawk this. I, I, I had the brief pleasure of somewhat meeting him where I was like, yo, Tony Hawk, the fucking soundtrack, like, was like my childhood and like helped me learn about so much music. I was like, yo, who the who the fuck is Goldfinger? Who the fuck is NWA? You know, like as a little kid kind of listening to all these, playing these games and again, going to the CD store or whether it was downloading LimeWire. And uh, that's how I'd find new music and become big fans and um, and stuff and still listen to certain things today. But I, I have the Tony Hawk Pro Skater collect, whole collection as a playlist on my Spotify that I once in a while click shuffle and click play on just to fuck around and find out. Your voice lowers each time you talk about illegal downloading, like the feds are coming for yeah, you. They are, bro. They're always watching. They don't want you to. It's fucking the dude from Metallica is going to bust in my door. Like, did you talk about downloading? Yeah. Yeah. What a what a dumb fucking move on their part. Like literally Napster, literally fighting with your fans in that sense. So fun. That did not play out well. Who was it? Lars? Lars. Yeah. Fucking Lars. Shout out Lars. Yeah, shout out <laughs> Lars Fredrickson and Rancid. That's a big wrestling crossover. And Lars, fuck, who's the wrestler? Lars, oh, that Nazi? Sullivan. Whatever it was, Lars, yeah. Lars Sullivan. Fuck that guy, right? I think so. I'm not sure, but yeah. Yeah, any, fuck him anyway. Five-star Lars, but you know. Yeah, fuck Lars. Uh, any other Lars. It's a weird name, Lars. Yeah, I feel like it's always like a villain name in a movie. Like yeah. Lars, check on the explosives or something like that. Is there a Lars out there that doesn't have like some aggro personality? I'm sure like there's many people out there who are named Lars and are like very nice people. Don't get me wrong. It's, is it it's is it short a, for something like Lawrence or something? Lar, <laughs> yeah, maybe possibly. Why? How come? Let me ask you something. How come people who are named like Bill can also go by like William? Yeah. Like, what's the deal with that? What's going on with that? Why do we just let that slide? How did that just become like normalized where your name is Bill, but your name is also William? So wait, your name is Will then? No, no, no. My name is Bill. Okay, right, so right. Is, like you're sh- Bill, yeah. Billion? Billium? My, my mother named me Richard, but people call me Dick. Yeah. Like why? <laughs> that's, that's Who a- made these rules? <laughs> well, these are the questions I often there. ask, Braden. People often think I'm a stoner because of it, but I'm just naturally curious about why things are the way they are. Like, like, why did someone go, oh, your name is Richard? Oh, we're going to call you Dick for short. And then someone else went, oh, I like that. I'm going to call my son Richard, but he's also a little dick. And then, like, that just caught on. Then it just becomes socially acceptable. So, so strange. Cause, like, or like Bill a, uh, yeah, because uh, a Will, if you're William, you could be Will. Or Bill. Because, like. You could be William Shatner, and then there's Bill Shatner. So it's like, wait. Or or that... you could just go, why not Will? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So maybe it wasn't supposed to be Bill, but someone like couldn't pronounce the W? You know <sighs> what I mean? Like yeah. some, some um, I don't want to be racist here, but some people with certain accents or dialects, they can't like enunciate certain sounds. So maybe uh, someone was talking uh, to a William, but every time they tried to pronounce the the wuh, it just came out as a buh. It seems very, very likely, actually, now that I'm thinking uh, this through. 
I'm I looked I'm looking this up. I googled this because I'm I'm trying to get down to the the brass tacks here. Why is Bill short for William and Dick short for Richard? The root of this resides in French influence on the English language following the Norman invasion. Told in you. old French, Richard takes a harder ch sound than the modern one. Told pronounced you. more as Rick Art or Rick Hart than Rich Hart. This is often shortened to Rick or Rick. And following the style of the time, the R could be substituted by a D giving Dick or Dick. But the, the, French, applies- the French roll their R's. Be like a Rick. Rick. Dick. <laughs> Dick. I can't really roll my R's. Oh, that's so that's unfortunate. Still, that's still, that's still, I sometimes can't. It's like, I, I, I still like, okay, because like different accents and things and the French, whatever, but still it's Bill, Will, Will. Huh. I, I, like my, I don't know. So my name has an R literally next to the D, but like in, Jodan, you get you get it all. Jo, yeah. I guess the it's not a hard R though. Jo, Jodan, but it's a hard Jordan. fucking D. Jordan, yeah. Jordo, Jodan with the hard D, baby. <laughs> I mean, for my my whole life, my name is spelled B R A D E N, and people always just write Brandon. Right. Even though, like, they, they, like, to my face go Brayden, they'll write Brandon. I'm like, that's kind of weird. It happens, like, quite a lot since I was a kid. And then, of course, like, now I'm finding there is a lot more Braydens out there, specifically, like, younger people. So it's, like, a name, I guess, that I'm seeing more often. I don't see too many, like, around my age, but there are a few. And uh, I, I still get, like, the different spelling and stuff. Like, my grandpa, who's – I'll give him that he's – He's English as a second language. He's from Portugal, but he can't spell my name. He's like, what the fuck is, you know, great. He said he can say it, but he just can't spell it. So there's different ways. There's different ways to spell it. But well, Brandon, people just people just write Brandon because they're like, yeah, that's the that's probably what it is. Right. But like Brandon's become tainted like Karen. So it's a good thing you're Brayden. Brandon is tainted by is like Karen. That's yeah, those, those really. dipshits saying, let's go, Brandon. Oh, right, right. Because they can't just say, like, fuck Joe Biden. Like, I, like that's cool. Right. So it kind of sucks if you're, like, imagine you, like, were playing baseball and your name's Brandon. And, and like, people are chanting that because they want like, the. But again, I mean, you know, I've, I've publicly on this show, I've kind of called out just the, the phrase, let's go. Like. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. You don't like let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go. go. Like if let's we're go. chanting, like you know, let's go. let's go, Brandon. If if you know you're rooting someone on, let us go, Brandon. <laughs> but like, it, it has nothing to do with the people. You're chanting for the person, but the right. people are saying, "Let us go." See, that one hasn't necessarily made its way over. I've seen it like with signs and certain things. I had to kind of see it online, but over here, like no one chants it. Or any or anything like that, but we just have fuck Trudeau. That's our uh, that's been ours for a while. But mm. but yeah, let's go, let's go, Brandon. I, I hope Bra- anyone named Brandon uh, out there isn't offended that uh, they. I feel bad for them if they feel like they that was stole their thunder. But I still like, think it's worse to be a Karen these days. Right? Yeah. 
I it's guess not so. flattering anymore. It's just, yeah, the culturally, we just, we turn things into things and sometimes it doesn't play out well for certain people, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, look at uh, Mike Myers, the actor, mm-hmm. his parents, his parents named him Michael Myers came out the Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. So they named their kid, Michael Myers. And then a movie comes out about a psycho killer named Michael Myers. And then he has to grow up and he wants to be famous. And he goes, shit, I can't be Michael Myers. I got to be Mike Myers. Mm. Right? Yeah, like, I, I, I really feel for that guy. <laughs> tough life he's had. But like mm. certain people, certain people who have like last names change. A lot of celebrities change their name. They use like. You know, it's like wrestling. They have like stage names. Like a lot of celebrities you don't use their real names. They take like their middle name or, you know. A lot of a lot of Jews would do that because of anti-Semitism. Like you like what? Change your last name? Yeah, like John Stewart. Stewart's not his last name. Oh, okay. It's like Lebowitz or some shit. Right, right. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. Some of those like more Jewish sounding names, I guess, to the general public aren't as uh palatable or nice sounding and i guess i suppose some of it might just be aesthetic but i think aesthetic maybe forms through the the root of anti-semitism perhaps uh it's well it's a tough time uh, especially now like that is something that's happening over here, like a whole lot of people are, are doing like reckless shit. I'm watching the news every day. There's always something going on. And it's, it's man. Uh, yeah, this is the detox. We're always talking shit and joking, but you just made me, made me sad, man. Yeah. Well, I'm the Jew out of the two yeah. of us. Brady. Yeah. Yeah. So, Oh, you're, you're just playing the guilty card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the one card I got. Come on now. You ever uh, have any uh, like a grilled corned beef sandwich? Oh yeah, I had Cat's Deli last time in New York. Oh, there we go. Where was I? Uh, I you were sick. You were like in bed or something. I was sick. I'm I, always sick. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, you're always sick. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. But also, uh, I have I, I have uh, other friends that are also Jewish and uh, have taken have been taken to like Shabbat and I've or like di- different dinners and I've had the brisket and and all the the different food and oh yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, it's you know, I'll tell you something though. Like I'm so I'm half Portuguese, so and then half white as fuck. So I got like a bit of bit of some spice in me. So the, the Portuguese side, we have a lot of good food that I like, but uh my girlfriend is half Chinese, half Vietnamese, and it was Lunar New Year, like a few weeks ago. So for like Chinese New Year, her family, Year of the Dragon, shout out all the dragons out there. Uh, we had a bit of a like, you know, a little party and, and everything and like the food. Oh, my God. It's like to absolutely die for. Like, I love I love both Chinese food and Vietnamese. Food. I love all I love all fucking food because it's the best. What would the, we do if we didn't have good food? So I, I was in, included in this ceremony. You're the dragon. My 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 dragon card is Thor's red, black and gold dragon it protects you in times of change i don't know wow. if you can see that on the 
No, I, I so what is go. it? This is like a good luck NFT or something? I suppose a time of rapid transition and transformation. Relax, you are safe. That's, uh, we, that's my dragon. Wow. So you're the dragon. You're going to be protected. Yeah. We didn't do that. We had little envelopes and then we also gambled a little bit, which was fun too. But playing Yahtzee? Uh, it was like this like dice game that when you roll, you match like the, there's like a board, essentially a big giant poster and you match the different animals to the dice. And if you put money on it, you win kind of thing. It was, it was awesome. And I got into it. I've played it a few times now. Hmm. Uh, first, first I, I tried to take the old Chinese grandmother's money, uh, but then she schooled everybody, but I still walked out with some. And then this time uh, there was like younger, like, kids some kids playing as well and they ruined my whole like you know i don't i'm not the biggest fan of kids to begin with so like they ruined my whole like juju and my whole vibe and i just fell off and i kept missing things and i still walked out but okay but you know i i didn't hit like i you know i wanted to this is why i don't gamble forever i shouldn't because i get i can get competitive when what i'm sure i'm sure that's how addictions start <laughs> yeah uh, you'd be right what's your aversion to to children uh like oh man i'm bad i don't know these were like 13 14 maybe is that children 10 maybe one was 10 i don't know i don't no, know you. Are, like, are they like were they acting like little shits or you're just like no nah, they're pretty well re- respected that's that's the thing i go out in public like earlier today i go in public and like some parents just like do not do the job of parenting like kids in the wild running into people screaming doing this and that it's just nonsense when i like am at someone's house and like kids are like so well treated and are very you know well spoken and have manners like yes that's what i like to see that's how my mama raised me you know Mm. i can't stand it when when people are are bad parents in public especially like in in crazy packed thing like going to a, a concert or a wrestling you don't necessarily see too many kids at some of the shows we go to but like just out in public, man, parenting. Don't get me started on kids on a plane again, but like, just, yeah, you know, it's, it's not necessarily, I don't, I don't hate kids. It's like, I hate like kids that are like uncontrollable hmm. little fucking devil shits. See, and my thing, you, I love, I love poor parenting in public. <laughs> you love to see it. You're yeah, like, I, ah. I seek that out. I look for that. Yeah. yeah I'm oh. in the, uh, I'm in the subreddit and they, they give you the locations in each city. <laughs> yeah. Bad parenting. Yeah. So I'm looking at we're, we're talking on uh, uh, whatever this is called. I said it before. Um, I already forgot the platform. StreamYard. StreamYard. There's a bunch of images of Sting underneath this poison Rana overlay. What's that all about? I, I just because uh, I don't we never re- released a video of detox, but uh, we we just recorded a show yesterday with Nate Milton. Mm. It was the best best match ever sting. And if I might uh, rub my own rhubarb here, it's uh, one of our best shows we've done. Me, Davey and, and Nate had a crazy fun time going through. It was a long show. It's one of our longest shows ever. And we talked all about sting and uh Shout out Sting in his retirement in the next week or so. So uh, check that out on our Patreon. Thanks for the, the little segue there because of the great plug there because uh, that'll be coming out this weekend and uh, would love anyone uh, opinions on it because we go through crazy amount of Sting matches in his whole career. 
cool one, one of the best so that's why i haven't changed it for us so it's just looks like me and you are doing this show imagine me and you did like an alternate version where mm. we look at the the worst matches of sting where it's uh the last jeff hardy match <laughs> yeah the jeff hardy one <laughs> yeah that one takes the cake because yeah that would be the uh, one uh, we do talk about it on that other show, though, briefly. So, uh, huh. Well, I'll listen to that. Nate, I've never really interacted one-on-one with Nate, but he's a, a very talented gem. and entertaining broadcaster and conversationalist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, a, he's an absolute gem, and we had a, a, a great conversation. So uh, that's uh, out on the Patreon later this week. We do have some questions because somehow, some way, people hit us up. Look at that. About... Okay, so I'm going to ask read these things. Uh, first of all, uh, I found a picture, uh, rip Anthony Burdain. You would have loved weed beef jerky. And now there is weed beef jerky, which is something I want to try. So if anyone knows where I can get weed beef jerky, please, this looks like OG jerk. You all, you know, all about the OG jerk. What's this second image? What's the, the second sec- image? The second image is Rob Van Dam's headshot from like 1999 or something. Wait, that's. <laughs> That's like that's not AI or no no that's legit. He fuck he look he's like he's handsome. Slump. Yeah. Uh hmm. the other photo is Guy Fieri and uh who's this Hell's Kitchen? Oh guy? Gordon Ramsay. Uh also known as me and Davey hanging out at the Oh Super Bowl. yeah, that's something I could OG jerk <laughs> off to. Uh and the next picture was Dunkaroos because I found them randomly in a store last week. So uh, I Chocolate on chocolate, that's too much. I'm sorry. It, I, I know I haven't had it in probably like 20 years, so I bought it because of that. But uh, I can say as an adult, it doesn't really hit, you know, as a kid, yeah. you're like, yeah, chocolate. You know, but it, it was. Oh, it was so this is, a, this is a personal picture you took. Yeah, yeah, just the other day. Uh, uh, next was uh, uh, I was watching Facts of Life at work. We, we air a lot of retro programming at my shoot job. Mm. And uh, we're, we're airing the later years of Facts of Life where they're, they're a little older. And one of the regulars on the later seasons is George Clooney in one of his first acting appearances. So It looks like a Adam Carolla with a wig. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I was also watching Silver Spoons today, and a young Matthew Perry shows up, like way, like a kid, like thirteen years old. <laughs> You're gonna oh, ask wow. me. <laughs> well, all right. And then the, and then the, la- yeah, for sure. And then the last picture is Paul Giamatti. Have you ever seen the the great film, Oscar winning? I believe I could be wrong. Big Fat Liar. I'm well aware of it. No, but I know this uh, is like one of those Camp Nowhere type kids movies. And uh, he he bl- he blew himself because he gets all blue in the movie, and uh, I think he's going to win an Oscar in a few weeks. I need to see the movie, but I'm just I love Paul Giamatti so much. So everybody, uh, he wasn't canceled for this for blue face. No, you can't I mean, be doing try- blue face. What the blue man group's going to fucking sue him? What are they going to? Or do? the the Avatar people? I don't know. It's Paul Giamatti could take them. He was fucking Rhino. He'd get in that suit. Smash them all up. I suppose. Good film. Throw that was a good em- film. Throw some empty uh, wine bottles at them from Sideways. Mm. Oh, I did see. I, I I had Sideways on DVD, actually. I'd watch that in my PS2. Sideways was pretty fire still. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So, uh, those are the images to, uh, to post. And uh, now I'm going to read the questions. Here we go. Here we Fire- go. <laughs> Fire Frank writes in. 
What's the deal with leap years and chart changing our clocks again? Too many exceptions to the rule. And uh, Glenn Zadra replies, if the last two digits of the year are divisible by four, it's a leap year. Every four years except hashtag, hashtag zero, zero, because a year is 365.24 days around the sun. And the hashtag, hashtag zero, zero year is that itty bitty 0.01. Oh, I never knew that. Wow. You're lo- we're learning so wow. fucking much on this show. I just assumed it was 365 and a quarter. Interesting. Glenn has a question. Thank you. Look at Glenn Zadra coming through. What a guy. We love him Uh, on Detox. Yeah, we do. Glenn writes in, what is your opinion on banana Laffy Taffy? Hmm. Well, it kind of like, (laughs) it does something to the entirety of of your mouth cavity. Oh, yeah, like... like I there's can't a, eat that anymore. Yeah, it, it was like, my favorite flavor. Really? As a kid, I liked weird banana, fake banana. I love anything banana. It's kind of strange. Yeah. There's this like synthetic, yeah. plastic, like uh, what's what's the silly putty type of thing that goes on with the flavor and then the the physiological sensation so, within the mouth. It is. I'm not saying think, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But. It's just an odd sensation. I mean, you're in Florida, saltwater taffy down there, like Clearwater, all that places. There's some great stuff, but it's it's all like sugary. I don't necessarily, I'm more of a savory guy, but I have had it. I've, I remember Laffy Taffy. So you'd open it. It could be Wonka and it's got like jokes in it and stuff, right? So, yeah, you know, what's worse yeah, though than banana that. for this type of taffy or candy flavor, like green apple. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I like green apple on some things like a Jolly Rancher green apple, but it's not necessarily a flavor I go to all the time. Yeah. It's not so much the taste. It's what it does to someone's breath. Like, right. Right. Green green apple candy breath is horrific. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That is so true. You're dead. You're dead on that. I've, I can think back to like when, you know, again, like Jolly Ranchers or like lollipops and stuff. It's so it's so fake, right? Like the flavor, it does something there. Really strange. Um, but uh, yeah, Laffy Taffy was cool as a kid. We go to our next question. Who writes in here? Chris JC. I know I usually drop in a handful of assorted range questions ranging from weird to deep, but I took a few months off from being dialed into everything around me because of struggles with mental health. And I'm just starting to find my groove in this madness called life again. So I don't have any questions this month, but I wanted to drop in and say that I hope everyone in the community is doing well. And to those who aren't, don't be afraid to step away and get help from someone, even if you're scared of being judged or reluctant to the idea that someone could care enough to listen. Be well, everyone. Wow. Very well said, Chris. Thank you very much. Thank you, Chris. Detox. Welcome back and respect for taking care we of love yourself. You. We love you. Definitely. Absolutely the best thing you could do. So appreciate you out there, brother. Beautiful. Much love, much love. We go to John Cena who writes in, if you could time travel to any time and attend three longer with us, who would they be? Hmm. Okay. I'll answer it quickly. The doors. Uh, I don't know if I'd like pick a specific show, but uh, I, I'd pick one of the, like the big, maybe one of his last shows. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the Doors, Michael Jackson. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. The Doors, Mike. Oh, the Beatles. Fuck it. Yeah, the Beatles. No, no, no. The Beatles. There you go. The Beatles. I wish I was at that rooftop one, like the last one, because that should just look sick. Mm -hmm. Like the Beatles. The Beatles just jamming on Mm -hmm. a rooftop in London while the cops are like banging on the door like, hey, where are the police? Get out of here with their sticks. They don't even have fucking guns. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? I mean, the Beatles don't look like they can fight, but like that looked like a cool concert, but I'd pick like one of the old school Beatles, like super shows. I don't know. That one comes to mind, but like, yeah, those are, those are my three. What about you? Hmm. The Beatles. Yes. Then I'm struggling between Hendrix. Yeah. Or Grateful Dead. Okay. But because the third would be Smash Mouth. Fair enough. Yes. Rip. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'd, I'd like to see like a Bob Marley, you know, Elvis. True. But I, I ha- I'd had other ones like ahead of, you know, like the doors for me. Seeing Jim Morrison would be fucking crazy. Like, so they're bringing this AI Elvis show to London. In what, what's your thing with Elvis? I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, no. I, I do like Elvis as well. Yeah. And like, I think you're going to see like a Michael Jackson, like, hologram tour in the Mm. future like i see i think you're gonna see like more of that like a beatles thing it there's there's talks of beatles biopics now coming out like they're gonna like go in on all these like properties and and different stories and and things but yeah i'd pick that what about the original sublime that'd be cool to see him you know play Mm -hmm. but hendrix hendrix would be uh, hendrix uh, yeah yeah Great question, Sino. Uh, he's got more, though. Number two, he writes in, what is the weirdest thing in your home? Sino's C- been to my home a few times, and that is the hard question because, like, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not necessarily a hoarder. I'm not that, but we have so much shit in our house of, like, wrestling. We have a whole, like, podcast set. So, like, I got, like, right here, if I just look, I got, what about Okada Bucks? There's Michael Myers. There's Sting. There's a picture of Daniel Garcia. There's Wolverine. Kenny Omega Jesus. There's a WWE ring. There's masks, a green goblin figure, a plant that definitely I haven't watered in way too long. A photo, a, a poster of Alf. Okay. Yeah. The post the poster of Alf. We had some people over who was over who were over for the first time this week. And both of them were like, Whoa, you have a poster of Alf. And like that was a big thing to them. So maybe that is mm-hmm. kind of what it would be. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you, what's the weirdest thing in your home? I do have a New York City Metro card signed by Fire Frank. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. But but I also have that scene car lighter. Oh, yeah, that shit was fire. I mean, I used to have a roommate and we had an alien on our porch. That was pretty weird. Uh, <laughs> now we now we have a photo signed photo of Natalia Neidhart on our fridge. So uh, I put that there. It's been there for a while. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like other weird stuff. We have a lot of weird stuff. Like I'm looking at a Godzilla over there. I don't know. We have a lot of, Oh, I got Davy the Titanic poster cool. right over here. People definitely think that's strange that we have that, but yeah. Sino's like seen all this stuff. So yeah, mm. he's got more questions. You have to choose one eyelashes or eyebrows. Hmm. Well, Eyelashes, I feel, have more usefulness. They literally protect the eyeballs from debris. Yeah. Whereas those are the eyelashes, I believe is what I said. The eyebrows 
perhaps that's more like sweat related, but I guess maybe, mm. I feel like that might just be more more for for vanity's sake. You might look weird without the eyebrows, but I I think I'd rather keep the eyelashes. They seem more important. Yeah. Yeah, whatever's more important. Like if if you can live with that, I have like very nice eyelashes. I have I have some hmm. nice brows too. I can do the rock eyebrow and everything. So I don't know. Maybe I this I is give, I don't want to give that up. This is a dark question, yeah. but just say you you you're doing chemotherapy and you lose your hair. Do you yeah. also lose like your eyelashes and even like your nose hairs? It's possible. Yeah, I think so. I mean, wow, you lose your you lose your eyebrows, right? I I think. That's, yeah. God forbid. That sounds yeah. awful. Uh, he's got more questions. <laughs> he asks, I think this is his last one. If different fruits could talk, which would sound the funniest? <laughs> the <laughs> banana. <laughs> A, uh, the kumquat. Uh, the, the pomelo. <laughs> the... Funny, like a, like a pineapple's kind of weird. Yeah, but Basically. funny. I think a pineapple talking would be pretty funny. You put sunglasses on a pineapple; it's already funny. So, a pineapple would be the answer. Pineapple, yeah. Pineapple. We're going with pineapple. Thank you. You ever you oh. ever wear sunglasses? All the time. Hmm. Even indoors, sometimes. Come on. Even at work. Not at work. When I'm inside at work, no. If I'm sure. if I'm on my lunch break and it's sunny and I'm on a walk, then yeah, absolutely. But inside at work, no. Hmm. Just if I'm at a re- if I'm at a wrestling event, yeah. If I'm at a rave, yeah, I'm hmm. wearing sunglasses. <laughs> His last <laughs> question. Oh, he's have, got one more. Uh, have you guys ever done prank calls? Shout out Jerky Boys. I did grow up with the Jerky Boys. My my father was a fan. Had the cassette tapes in the car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, done prank calls what else is there to do i've i don't want to expose anything but i have actually done some pretty bad prank calls in my youth the only thing similar to a prank call i do now is when you know people call me uh whatever they're called like the what's it called when people fucking just call you without your permission calling you (laughs) no like uh you know people call you and they're trying to sell you shit Oh, like telemarketers. Telemarketers. When telemarketers call me, every now and then if I'm in the mood, I will answer and just fuck with them. Yeah, I used to do that a lot. Nowadays, I, I just, no. Eh, if I'm in the mood. So, yeah, I, I'm not engaging in in the pranking. But if someone's going to interrupt my time without permission, then they get whatever they get from me. Uh, when I was young, I, I would... Me and a, a few of my buddies, we would prank call each other and and like you know classmates and stuff like that. But then uh, we got this. He got this phone and this like this is way before smartphones. But he had this like thing that I don't know what it was, but basically you could make another phone ring. You could it would it would call a phone, and as soon as it starts to ring or pick up, it then can make it call another phone or another number. So you could make two people talk to each other without them even knowing what's going on. Mm. So we would use this quite often, prank people we knew and stuff like that. We would eventually come clean about mm. it, um, except maybe a few, maybe in a few. But we've caught we we've we definitely fucked with some people, and 
we we were under the assumption that we think we got like a couple like they broke up so we uh yeah but um we used to do it a lot and and yeah back in the day with telemarketers back in the day i would definitely fuck with them and you know probably do voices like oh yeah let me get my let me get my dad he has his credit card or like oh i i can i can i can listen to you and like completely fuck with them i think of seinfeld famously the the line when he gets the telemarketer and he goes oh hey i'm actually really interested in what you're saying um but i'm just a little busy right now uh, how about you give me your number and i'll call you back later oh you don't you don't give your people out oh you don't like people calling you at home oh okay now you know how i feel click <laughs> mm, yeah. never saw that kind of yeah. clever are you a, are like i called you instead of texting I, you to no, say, like, no, do you, no you don't call people no i hate it i hate it I'll, I'll call i'll call you if it's like hey we're making like if it's easier to explain something then like sure like oh i'm about to meet you and like we're gonna meet at this time and then uh, okay i'll just you can quickly call but if also if i'm in public i hate people talking on the phone in public loud conversations i'm always just like Let's get to the point and could this be a text is like always. So we're, did, so when I called you tonight, was there part of you that felt resistant to it? Uh, right away, yes, because that's just how I am like always. But then I was like, oh, well, we were texting and like, should we do the show today? So it was like, yeah, let me answer just to quickly move things along. So see, I just I, like randomly calling people. Like if I'm if I'm just like on my phone and I'm texting someone and then. They're like, oh, my God, you won't believe what happened. I'm like, what happened? And they go, hold on. Let me call you. It's too much to text. I just. <sighs> yeah, you got to be in the mood. Is Davey home right now? Uh, no, he's at work. I'm going to so. try calling him. No, no, he's at work. He'll call him. That's well, rude. Don't do that. Well, I don't know that he's working. No, right that's now. Well, I just told you. So he, you do. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Oh, I get it. it's fun to call people. You never know what would happen. Oh, he actually uh, clicked the thing to decline it. He must be yeah, busy because he's at work. <laughs> oh, you should have told me. Anyway, <laughs> you, you just you just call people out of the blue. You use a phone as a phone. Sometimes if I'm just hanging out with not much else to do, I'll just literally go through my phone and start calling people. Oh man, you're the worst. That's what I used to do when I'd get like drunk for the first time. <laughs> I was like, but I was also like, <laughs> I, when I lived in a dorm building, sometimes I would just go floor yeah, to floor, it's just the equivalent bang, of that. Yeah, it's banging on I mean. doors. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like the equivalent of that. Like you just like oh, just just... knock on door. But it's great because you never know what'll happen, and sometimes cool shit happens. Yeah, true. True. Thank you for the great questions, Sino. Really appreciate it, John um, Sino. And then uh, Glenn writes in, in response to the last episode of Detox, Jordan, I've never even been to a WWE show, bitch. He called what, me a bitch. What, uh, what, did you, what did you say? That he's like a WWE fan or something? <laughs> no, I was going off on him. I, I think I was accusing him of being that guy at WrestleMania who has that big-ass banner sign that says uh, the name something. Let's There's go. Some, some name, yeah. He has like had a a let's go sign. Um. Okay, Glenn, Glenn Zadra, yeah, Glenn Zebra. Davey just texted me. I'm at work. What's up? Oh, so I guess he's working. He really is working. Um. I thought you were working me, Braden. 
but he really is working. No, he's actually here. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so Glenn Zadra, okay, he's never been to a WWE show, bitch. And then he also messaged me directly on Facebook tonight, and he said, what did he say? He said, I haven't even been to a WWE show. Wow. So he's he's really he's really letting me right. know. So Glenn, I'm I'm sorry for mistaking you. Bobby G, that was the sign. Bobby G, Google oh, that. Right. Bob, Google Bobby G WrestleMania. See if that comes no, up. I'm, no, I'm okay. You you you've seen it many times. I don't know why the the calling upsets you, but not this big ass Bobby G like dead center across from hard cam <laughs> during every WrestleMania. That doesn't seem to bother you. No, but, but God forbid call, I call a friend. But you know, sometimes people are busy. You know people what? I'm gonna work. I'm gonna call Glenn Zadra right now. No, don't call. <laughs> don't call. <laughs> well, let's see what happens. Let's see what okay, happens. Actually, let's yeah, okay. All right. I'm kind of down. We tell can him, hear this. Tell him, tell him he, we're gonna Ah, he no answered me too. Oh uh, see, you can't just call people out of the blue, man. It's not right. We need to change the culture. Hmm. We need to stop calling Williams Bill and Bill William. And we need to stop calling Richards dicks unless they are fucking dicks. And we need to stop fucking calling people. Hmm. Well, okay. So our next, our next uh, question comes from Muggin. Let's, let's try calling Muggin. Maybe he no, can. No, 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 no. We're not calling. <laughs> All right. Right. His question is, what are, what are your guys' biggest pet peeves? <laughs> <laughs> well, we know Braden's clearly. Huh. Yeah, when people fucking call me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the fuck is a pet peeve? Like, what the fuck is that? A pet peeve. First of all, what's the word peeve? Pet peeve came into use in the early 20th century from the combination of the word pet, meaning an especially cherished thing, and the word peeve, meaning irritated or exasperated. Oh, peeved like I'm peeved. From late 14th. Yeah, peeved. So but when people say peeved, I thought that was just like shorthand for pissed off. Yeah, it is. Peevish. Peevish. And that's where like pee, piss comes from? Peeve. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Take the piss when out of something. Don't answer you when they call when you call them. <laughs> hmm. My biggest pet peeve is when people don't What's answer the fucking phone. It's rude. At least Davey responded. Oh, he's he froze he's a, again. Oh no, you You're froze just staring again. Staring at me with those beady little eyes. You froze again. Fucking. Oh, you're back now. Yeah. You, no, you froze. I didn't freeze. You froze. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. My my big. This show is a disaster. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this is a great if anyone made it this far we we love you so much appreciate it but uh sorry we're we might be this this podcast might be if you've made time. it this far I'd, I'd invite you to rewind 30 minutes and listen to it again and then once you get back to this the second time just end it and don't listen to the end uh last question oh wait what is your biggest pet peeve jordan when people don't answer the fucking phone yeah yeah right we go to our last question. Jonathan Pine writes in, if you were to open a fabric factory, what material would you lose? What would you use? That's a nice question. He also um, capitalized the, the Fs in fabric and factory. Very official. Fabric land, fabric land. Jonathan um, Pine. I think I made, was he at, uh, in New York last year? Uh, yes. 
think I met him briefly. He's a nice guy. Um, He's a nice boy. So wait, if you were to have a fa- open a fabric factory, what material would you use? Uh, I'd use what all the material what I am boyfriend material. Whoa, whoa! Boom. Shots fired. Yeah. Um. You, what? You, like what? Silk. You um, silk. I'm calling. I'm calling Jonathan Pine. No, no, we're not calling anybody anymore. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what a gift you you. You you ask your favorite podcaster a question and then he calls you to answer it. <laughs> I do it for the people. Oh, thank God he's not answering. We don't know this. Stop. It's gonna ring forever until he Jonathan Pine. Well, at least he's not hanging up on me. Just doxing our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. Why is it called doxing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She's like unboxing, really. I don't know. Undoxing. Come on, Jonathan. Revealing. Right, Come on, Jonathan. Right. Stop. Hang up. Hang up. Leave him alone. On Messenger, you can't leave messages, unfortunately. Stop. Just leave. Just leave. I guess you Stop. can just uh, do an audio. That's all the questions. We made it this far to this part of the show. We hope uh, we, we you got to check out for a little while, wherever you may be. Uh, appreciate you supporting us, listening to us ramble on about literally nothing. So, uh, yeah, Jordan, thanks. Uh, thanks for the chat. Enjoy Florida. Yeah, man. MGMT album coming out in a 79 minutes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Bubblegum nice. dog. We're all bubblegum dogs, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what that means, but as long as it doesn't get me canceled, yes, we are all bubblegum dogs. Is that oh, like I- when a dog eats gum and then it farts and then it blows a bubble? No, I think it's more about wow. That'd be a, yo. That's our next shirt: a dog farting with a, a pink bubble coming out its ass. I'll, I'll I'll try calling John Pine when we hang up and <laughs> bounce that idea off him. Yo, I'm going to Disney World again next week for a day. Fuck yeah, I'm going yeah. to Disney World. Going Excellent. to Disney. Uh, have fun. Enjoy. <sighs> report report back of what you go on this time and and uh try to get in a fight with gaston you know what my pet peeve is when i leave and someone's like drive safe drive safe brother Take it's care. like what the fuck do you like the, no no i'm gonna drive nah, I'm gonna be reckless man fuck y'all i'm gonna drink and i'm gonna drive too no <laughs> but but i drive guess what safe. what reminded me of that is when you just said have fun at disney like no shit have fun I think I think people also say like get uh get home safe. Like that's maybe like don't drive home, you know, get home safe. Get home safe. So that's it's basically like, short. I it's basically short and I hope you get home safe. Cheers. Tr- please drive careful. It's bad out there. Be careful. That's Oh, uh, so you know. So get home safe is the dick of I hope you get home safe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's how words and language and things it's all coming together. Yeah. Appreciate everyone out there. Poisonrana.ca, at Poisonrana Pod, Twitter, Instagram. Give us a follow. And uh, if you're in the Toronto area, come to our wrestling karaoke March 20th after Dynamite here at Sneaky D's in Toronto. So we're going to have a ton of fun. If you were able to Wait, are you what You're going to Dynamite or you're just throwing a party? No, no, we're going to go to Dynamite, and then right after, we're going to probably skip Rampage. And then uh, we're hosting Wrestling Karaoke at a, a popular bar here in Toronto, Sneaks Upstairs. And uh, if you were to be there with us, Jordan, 
and I hand you the mic and said, what do you want to sing? What wrestling song would you sing? Oh, uh, shit. I think uh, I ex- – no, here we go. Uh, oh, fuck. There's an ad. Hold on, Glenn Zadra. Uh, I got everything I ever wanted, and I'll never give that back. Well, I know you hate X Factor, but you ain't got to look at me. Look at me like that. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. And be safe. And stop fucking calling people. <laughs>